Hello and welcome to Becoming the Influential Me. I'm Michelle Chikander and today I want to talk to you about bullying in the workplace. Now, I've spoken to hundreds of women and a recurring theme in the ones that aren't doing so well at work is this bullying at work phenomenon. Now, do not get me wrong. Uh, not everybody that is is struggling at work is because they are being bullied for whatever reason. But and sometimes not all people that think they are being bullied actually when you dig into it are being bullied. Um they are just having a difference of opinions with the people that they work with and as such they experience it as bullying maybe because of a past experience or whatever. So the first thing I want to do is before you can you can really get value out of this podcast um you know ask yourself am I actually being bullied or um is this something that I am is there something that, that I'm failing to see? And sometimes this requires empathy by asking yourself, what are other people experiencing? Why are they behaving the way that they are behaving? And also getting the opinions of others around the situation will give you a greater understanding and some more context. But let's go into it. If somebody, if you find yourself in, if you ever find yourself in a situation where you feel as though you were being bullied and or somebody is gaslighting you, then um, let's talk about it. So let's start with the bullying piece because I feel like I hear this um, more than I hear uh, the gaslighting piece. But sometimes I do hear the gaslighting piece as well, which is why I'm going to talk about it a little bit later on. Gaslighting is when somebody um, says something or, you know, is passive aggressive or says something. And then when you ask them about what they said, they pretend they never said it. Um, so, so we're going to cover that. But let's talk about bullying. Michelle, how do I deal with a situation at work where I feel like I am being bullied for whatever reason? There's there's a number of, uh, there's so many different reasons why that could be the case, so we won't even go into that. But what I do want to talk about, how do I deal with a situation at work where I feel like I am facing harassment, bullying, or, or you know, anything of the sort? Okay, so here's my thing. The first thing you can do, if if possible, is get a second opinion. So asking other people their perspective of what is going on, their experience with people that were in similar situations um, and how they were treated, whether they were treated the same as you or differently as you, differently to you. The reason why I say this is important is to help you understand whether you're being bullied in the first place. Because sometimes when you're emotional about situations, it's difficult to know whether you're just making it up in your head um, and it's tough or whether it's actually really legit genuine bullying. Also, ask other people, your friends, you know, what they think about some of the things that have been happening. Um, and ask them to be objective, because sometimes we want to hear people say, yeah, you're so right. But actually ask your friends to tell you the honest truth based on their experience of you as well. Just putting it out there. Okay. So if you feel as though you are being bullied, what are some of the things and what are some of the steps you can take in order to, um, to navigate that? Step number one, perspective. Ask yourself, you know, do I want to spend 2,440 hours of my life in a place or in an environment where I don't feel as though I am being valued and in a place where I don't feel as though I can thrive? If the answer is yes, then you can proceed to the next steps. The reason why I say this is sometimes people lose perspective. You do not have to come to a place of work where you are adding value. You're not a slave. You're adding value. You're helping the business. And if you're not thriving, then you can be somewhere else. <laughs> it's really straightforward. Why suffer? Okay. 
if you have a good reason to suffer, and some people do, some people say, I just want to get to this mark and then I can do this, 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 and this after. Maybe you need to get a training contract, for example, and you just need to grin and bear it up until that point, up, up until X point. Completely understood. I get that. But once we've, we, once you've gotten clear on your reasons why you're choosing to stay in that environment, um, let's talk about ways you can help tackle this. Um, I spoke to a lady recently and she said, I want to stop this culture because there are people that will come after me and it's important that this doesn't happen to anybody else. And I said, I love the fact that you want to be a hero. But there's a difference between being a hero and being a martyr. And one thing you understand, you need to understand is business moves on so quickly. A lot of the time, once you are gone, you're gone. Um, And so is it really worth you being a martyr for this course? Are you really willing to lose your personal, your sanity, your livelihood in order to help people that you don't know that will come after you? And also the people that are doing the bullying might have left as well. It's not so straightforward. So just think about what why you're doing what you're doing and why you want to stay and why you are are going through what you're going through. Okay, let's just say there's no other way. You have to stay here. So let's talk about that. What is the number one thing I would say? The number one thing I would say is remind, how do I put this? Set boundaries is probably the first way. So step number one, set boundaries. What do I mean by this? I think it's important when somebody's experiencing an environment where they're being bullied for them to set boundaries. Set boundaries around who you are, what it is that you need in order to thrive and focus on that. So for example, um, in situations where somebody maybe says to you, oh, um, you need to do all of this work because um, nobody else is going to do it and it's the worst bunch of the pilots, other people's responsibility. You could turn around and say, I'm sorry, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm contractually obligated to do. And this is exactly what I'm going to do. But setting clear boundaries or I'm in here at at 7.30 in the morning and I will leave at X time. Just setting clear boundaries and letting people know that you will not budge when it comes to those boundaries. Because what that allows you to do is it allows you to regain some of the control around the work that you are doing. And this will allow you to then be able to navigate the things that follow on from that. So number one is set boundaries. Do not allow people to enter into your emotional space. You are at work to deliver value. You are not at work to experience negative emotions. So whenever you start to experience negative emotions, this is when you begin to do what is step number two. Step number two is, okay, you ask yourself, okay, why is this person behaving in this way that's making me feel emotional? It's usually because they are doing something that you feel is unjust. So here's what happens. I always, always, always recommend one thing. Perspective again, but this is step number two. Step number two is understand and coach the other person how to treat you. So here's how I do it. If somebody's behaving badly and I'm around, so if somebody's saying, Michelle, you need to do this, and they're clicking their fingers at me. It's never happened, but I'm just giving an example. Clicking their fingers at me. Um, I would simply say, okay, so our goal, Mr. Clicky Fingers or Miss Clicky Fingers, our goal is to finish this project on time, Right? And in order for us to do that, I think it's really important that we treat each other with a certain level of respect. And for me, this is not respect. Do you understand it differently? And let's talk about that with our goal at the center. Because sometimes people forget why they're at work. 
right? And sometimes people forget that they have a common goal. So it's always important to anchor your difference of opinions, different ways of treating each other around the goal. So you say, so this is our goal. You and me, we have one goal, right? So there's a point of alignment there. And then you say, okay, in order for me to be able to help you to reach that goal and vice versa, we need to establish some norms, right? This is not okay for me. Is there any other way we can do that, right? Okay, so in the context of um, being given too much work, you say, okay, so our goal is to finish this project on time. If you would like the work done to a really high standard, then it's important we have a conversation about the workload that's being given, that's being pushed in my direction and the need for other people to, to, to take this on as well. I can't speak for other people, but I can certainly speak of my performance and my expertise. But in the interest of our common goal. So always phrase things in, at the, um, with the perspective of the common goal. Yes? So teach people how to treat you based on the common goal, not based on what's right and what's wrong, whose responsibility, whose isn't. No, based on the common goal. Okay. Number three. Um... This is important. Maybe this should even be number one, but it's number three. And that is avoid communicating when you are emotional. Sometimes a situation happens and you're so emotional about it and you want to tell those people about themselves straight away. My number one advice is move. Go for a long walk. Go make a cup of tea. Find another day to do it. I always present anything that I feel like is not Um, good news or does not make me feel good at a time where I've just had exercise I'm feeling you know pumped up and energetically wired and then I can have that conversation let me tell you a little story I once had a gas lighting manager who basically had told me that the 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 most important thing to me is my holidays Um, and I will work all the days I'm in work I will work my guts out um, you know to get things done But all I ask is my holidays are protected. And this gaslighting manager said to me, well, no, you completely imagined that. I never said your holidays, this ex-holiday would be protected. And I never said this and this and this about your holiday. And I said, right, okay. And when they said that, I said, I've got to go for a walk. (laughs) And I talked about it with him a week later, and I was still really riled up about it, but I created some distance. And with that distance, I created some points. I wrote down exactly what I wanted to say, why I'd said it, and why, thought about why I was saying it in that way and explained it to him. But there was distance between the time that I felt the emotion and the time that I communicated. Why? Because gaslighters or people that are wanting to bully you always want you to say the wrong thing so that they are justified in their behavior. But if you are calm if you are collected if you've thought through what it is that you have to say then they've got nothing absolutely nothing um so this would be what i would 100% say avoid communicating when you're emotional and if you know that you're going to be emotional about a certain topic when you're talking about it just write it down write down some points so that you don't deviate from it from, from the, the the important aspects of what it is that you have to say okay number four sounds simple but breathe Go for walks, take time to breathe. What's important when we come into a working environment, we spend so much time there and you feel like you're being bullied, is try not to take things on as cumulative. 
each day, just try and start with a fresh mind. And that's why breathing in and breathing out, understanding that, you know what? I'm here to create positive vibes and to enjoy my work and just de-escalate. You're at work to work. So that's number, it sounds really simple, but sometimes someone sends an email and you forget to breathe because you're like, they just said this. I can't believe they just said this. And then now you're just like, I need to go make a cup of tea and I need to tell Rose about this. Let's go make a cup of tea. You can't even breathe. <laughs> so distance and breath would be what I say. Okay. Um, number, I can't remember what number I'm on, um, is get everything in writing. Now, one of the things I was always taught is whoever names the game owns the game. Whenever somebody says something to you, appropriate or inappropriate, summarize it and ask them if they concur. So when they say, I think that the way that you dress and the, the fact that you like the color green, the fact that you like the color green is 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 negatively impacting the work that you are delivering because I'm dazzling you with my fashion. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, if, if somebody was to say that to you, then you say, okay, so if I've understood you correctly, John, the fact that I'm wearing green um, is having an, a negative impact on, on, my, on my performance at work. Is that correct? And then the person will usually go, no, that's not what I said. And I'm like, okay, so are you happy to repeat that? Because I want to understand that I've got this correctly so that, so that in the interest of our goal, we can move forward. People really struggle when they're being beeps. They really struggle to, um, to, to own up to what they've just said. And if they do own up to it, then follow that up with an email. So following on from our conversation, this is what you said, this is what you said. Why? Get everything in writing and get confirmation of things. Even if that person doesn't respond to your email, which sometimes they don't, do not because they know what they're doing. You have a record of what they have said over time. And you can present that should you need to. But my uh, experience is have a record of some of the things that are happening in the workplace because if you have a record and dates and timestamps you just cover your you cover your butt you cover your ass sorry just putting it out there but it's necessary and then this brings me on to one of my um final points and that is simply is it the final point yes one of the final point on the bullying piece is Back to number one, do you really want to live your working life playing cops and robbers, having a negative work environment? Is this really important to you? How does this stack up in the grand plan of your life? One of the things I always say is it's important to think, okay, to, to have goals and to drive towards them. In the context of your goals, how much energy is all this politicking and, you know, negative interactions with people taking away from your ability to create? People often think about it as, oh, I'm not losing anything by being here. I'm still on track. But what about the opportunity cost? Because when you're really happy, you're super creative, you can think about ways to fast track your goals and to fast track your life and to, to do more things with the time that you have on this universe. But if you don't even have that, if you're just miserable, then you're unable to think and you're un unable to be your the best version of yourself in terms of creating the future that you want so you may think oh I'm losing nothing but you are losing something so just consider that um 
and then on the bullying piece, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room here. And the elephant in the room is, okay, do I go and report this person to my superiors? The answer to that question is it's completely contextual. It is very difficult for somebody without the ins and outs of your specific situation to be able to comment on that in a meaningful way. But what I would say is directly have the conversation with that person because just like in school, actually, people that bully other people cannot stand it when they are given back what they are serving. And what absolutely kills, absolutely kills bullies is when it has zero, zero impact on your performance and your behavior. So one of the things that I did back in my day was, I, w- I wouldn't say I was working in a team where I was being bullied. No, I was working in a team where people were very hostile towards me for reasons to this day that only they know. But it might have had something to do with the fact that I was in their minds junior i.e young and I was earning as much as them and being given as much responsibility as them and they couldn't bear the thought of it um but I would walk in and be happy I would walk in and handle myself with such grace so composed say good morning to them and really just say whatever you're trying to do it's not working on me but thank you And then when the right time came, I did address it with my superiors um, and we did manage to get to a resolution. But what I didn't do is take their bad behavior and model it because then they've won. My behavior is solely determined by me. And that's how I live my life. I don't let other people's badness um, consume me. That's their problem. They're on fire in their life and they're looking for somewhere to spread it. I'm all water over here. (laughs) And so, and I need to be all water over here if I'm going to get to X destination where I'm going. So it sounds maybe overly simplistic, but it's so important not to take on other people's bad behaviors and to focus on the plan that you have. Anchor your experience now in the future that you want to create for yourself. Don't lose out because of other people's bad behavior. Because in 10 years time, you will not even remember their names. Yet they've had such a great impact on you and your career. Think about that and think about how you spend your energy and your days for people that you will not know in 10 years time. Just putting it out there. Okay, now let's talk about the gaslighters. Let's talk about our lovely gaslighting friends. Okay, The easiest way I've found to deal with gaslighters is, number one, show indifference. When somebody is trying to gaslight you, they're saying that they didn't say something um, and they did say it, or they say it's trying to be passive aggressive or say things under the radar or whatever, I have a policy. Say what you mean and mean what you say. If you did, if you don't say it clearly, then I'm not going to do it. And it's about making it clear to that person, oh, you said this. Did you say it via email? No, you didn't. Ah, I'm going to carry on doing what I was doing anyway. The worst thing about, you've got to understand, gaslighters, as I mentioned earlier, is, is, uh, uh, is it's bad behavior. 
And you can't take that on because why are people gaslighting? People are gaslighting because they are bad communicators. They don't know how to get what they want from you in a positive way. So they begin to do it in a negative way. So we feel sorry for those people because they don't know how to communicate effectively. And what we do is we show them that if you do this, if you, you know, act in this way, you, you, you know, you engage in this behavior, I'm not going to give you the outcome that you want. Sorry next time when you know how to behave. It's a little bit like children. (laughs) You say, I'm not going to give it to you until you say please. That's exactly how you treat these people. Okay, so make sure you always repeat back to them. So if I've understood you correctly, you are saying, okay. And then I say, I'm just taking a note of that. And then, you know, I'll send you an email just to make sure that we're all on the same page because we all have the same goal. We have a a unified goal. Okay, so always hide behind the goal. Hide behind the goal. Okay. Um, and then um, the final thing is obviously indifferent. I, I am bigger and better than this nonsense that you are doing over there. But we will watch. And when you're done, we will clap hands. But we, over here, are not engaging. I'm so sorry. If you wanted me to come in feeling miserable, if you wanted whatever outcome you thought you were going to get from me, you are not going to get it. Master gaslighter. And we move on. Do we, if, if we're having a conversation, what is the goal? What is the summary? What are we both going to do? And let's keep our conversation about our work. We are not at work for personal emotional experience. We are at work to work. And let us both remember that. And if you don't remember, that's okay. Because I'm mature enough to remind you. <laughs> um, and it's perspective. And it's difficult to do when somebody's in a more senior position than you. I understand that. But it's always so important to reiterate. I had a manager once who was having a bad day. And I understand that he was having a bad day because he didn't typically uh, behave in this way. Came over to my desk, threw papers on the desk and said, what is this? Have have you booked the agenda? Have you sent this? Have you you, uh, wired this and done this? And then I just said, no, I've not done that. I will do that straight away. And then at our next meeting, I said, just to be clear, um, you may have been having a bad day, but it's really important that we communicate with one another in a way that shows uh, respect and also in a way that advances our goal, right? Um, And why is this important? It's important because... I really enjoy working with you and I really think it's important for us to have a a cordial relationship. And so I thought I would just mention that. Um, Speak it if we choose to, if if I had chosen not to say anything, which is the easier thing, then perhaps something like that would happen again, which is not good for either you nor me. Um, And I understand because we all have bad days. And I said that and I made that clear because this person also had a reputation for bullying and I wanted to let him know, I'm sorry, bullies are not welcome here. Um, And and so what he did with other people was their business. But with me, I was like, from the beginning, let's be clear that we have a common goal. We're working towards that. This is not about emotionally, uh, you know, engaging with one another. Okay, so that's just um, one example. And it's not easy, but setting those boundaries at the beginning and also even when you're in the middle will serve you in good stead. Um, So I highly recommend it. So this would be my advice if you are experiencing bullying or somebody that is gaslighting you. I can go into so much more depth on this, but I won't. 
because also there's so many different scenarios and so many different experiences. So I thought I would keep it as general as possible. And if you have any more specific questions, do email me, michelle at theinfluentialme.com. Do subscribe if you haven't already. Send me comments. I love hearing from you. You guys give me so much life. (laughs) And, you know, I really, really want to, to use the experience that I have and the privileges that I encounter working with the people that I work with to help you. So please help me help you. And until next time.